Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. It's Kim. And this is Jamelin. And we are back with One Thing More. Where we continue the conversation from the sermon on Sunday. And today is a very special edition. We have some guests here with us. We have Dave Williamson, the lead pastor here at Zinesville United Methodist Church, and Ash Leah, who is the pastor of Intergenerational Ministries. And then, of course, Kim and me. Yes. And a lot has changed since we were here the last time because Kim and I actually, they, they decided to go ahead and let us work here. Yeah, officially. Officially. <laughs> we work one day a week. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, a wink, a wink. Yeah, we work one day a week. <laughs> so we are excited to be here. Um, Dave and Ashley are going to help us give an update on what's going on here at Zionsville United Methodist Church. Um, one of the things I have been doing since we have not been here is I've been traveling a little bit more mm -hmm. again. And uh, about three weeks ago, I was at the North Central Jurisdictional Conference which was all the delegates from the United Methodist Church from the Dakotas east to Ohio and, and through Michigan, that area where they came together and they voted and elected bishops, which was my friend. Have you ever been? No, to, I've never been. I've never been to a jurisdictional <laughs> conference. It was actually, I thought it was going to be kind of boring, but it was kind of exciting. <laughs> All the voting. All the, All voting, the voting. And to see the woman who was voted first, it was the first time ever in the history of the jurisdictional conference that a bishop was elected on the very first ballot. So how it works, everybody, is you have to vote, and you have to get so many votes. So, like, I think the, on the first ballot, they had to get 60-plus votes. And normally it takes five, six, seven votes to for someone to finally rise to the top. But it's kind of like the Georgia runoff. Uh, it is yeah. just like the Georgia, and actually not too far from that. Um, but there was a, a bishop elected on the very first ballot and a bishop elected on the second ballot. Oh. And then after that, everybody kind of started hitting the brakes because mm -hmm. they only had one more bishop to elect. But, you know, it's an interesting time to be elected bishop in our denomination. And so we have a lot going on at the church. We do. But we thought we would let Pastor Dave kick it off on an update of what is going on in our denomination. Well, um, before I begin, I uh, just want to note that I was not given the color scheme in advance. So uh, I feel like I'm... The producer did not call him. Who <laughs> is my not wife? Not your fault, uh, Dave. <laughs> I'm not clashing with the tablecloth. But anyways, <laughs> so uh, the... What the update with the denomination is, it, it's strangely not a whole lot is happening right now. There's, um, or at least a lot of the activities already taken place. As, as you know, in May, the Global Methodist Church launched, and churches uh, within you know Indiana but around the country have been discerning whether or not to disaffiliate from the United Methodist Church, um, and and so there's been uh, and. and potentially join with the Global Methodist Church, although some churches are just disaffiliating uh, to be on their own without joining the Global Methodist Church. And so coming up uh, this week, November 19th, this weekend, uh, our annual conference, of the Indiana Annual Conference, will be voting to approve the, you know, all those churches that have gone through the disaffiliation process and, uh, and, and they will separate from the United Methodist Church. Uh, what that means for us here at Zinesville is... 
Not really a whole lot because we as leadership have discerned that we aren't going at this point to even host, uh, hold a vote on disaffiliation uh, because we feel like we need to continue to be patient and let the the general uh, Methodist, uh, or the general conference of the United Methodist Church meet in 2024 and have an idea of what legislation is going to pass at that time. And uh, so we, we've just chosen to kind of take a wait and see approach. Uh, but in that waiting, it's not just, you know, twiddling our thumbs. We're going to continue to have conversations around the issue of same-sex marriage and, mm -hmm. and, and, and the Bible and scripture and how do we hold, you know, how do we each have the same, you know, all have the same book, but sometimes reach different conclusions on this issue? That's kind of, the, we've had classes uh, this year, over, close to 100 people have taken them. Uh, we suspended them this fall because we had a lot of new pastors and a lot of new things going on. But our hope is next year to revive those classes and continue to have healthy conversations and dialogue to prepare us for what may be coming in 2024. So that's my report. Thank you, Dave, for your report. We appreciate it. I want to just say, Kim, do you have any comments as a therapist about what is going on in the denomination? <laughs> this is listener when we typically have our therapy time. We have a little I, I, I didn't know if she was going to make therapy about my, my color choice in the, in okay. the communication. We will us. talk about that later. I don't know why you're so worried about it, but moving forward. Kim, the denomination, any thoughts uh, about it? Any thoughts about it? Um, I have lots of thoughts about it. I'm glad that here at Zionsville, we've decided that we're going to do ministry locally and have a global impact. I agree. I also am glad that at Zionsville, we're working really hard at being able to hear each other mm -hmm. and focus on each other. And even if it means we don't necessarily agree, we don't come to the same conclusion. I think if we get through this as a congregation where you may think one way and I think the other, but we're still going to take communion together. We're still going to pray together. We're still going to do ministry together. I think that would be such an amazing example of the gospel. So that's my hope for our congregation. As I mentioned, that's what's going on in the denomination. As Dave said, we are pushing forward. There's a lot of ministry to be done um, here locally and globally, as Kim said. So... Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to do a little bit of check-in now. Is everybody comfortable with that, doing a little check-in? Dave, are you comfortable? I'm comfortable, but I feel like Ashlea hasn't talked very much. She's okay. <laughs> She's going to talk a whole lot in just a second. <laughs> we're, we're letting her just hold on to that because she's got a big report to give us. So take it away, Ashlea. Well, it's funny. We were talking about the denomination, and as you know, we had partnered with Fuller Youth Institute to consult with us on a growing young initiative. And one of the things in their report was what is facing the denomination, of course, we feel here in our congregation, but it can't let us stop from doing ministry. We have to keep moving forward. And so we did get our consulting report back and it was, it was really good. There were really no surprises. They recommended that we focus on young adults and getting them in leadership and not just getting them in leadership, but providing them with mentors and helping them learn what it means to lead in the church. Um, and as the congregation as a whole, we kind of just all need to understand where our young people are today and what they're going through. I know it's very different than when I was <clears throat> their age. Um, what my own kids go through is very different than what I went through. Yeah. 
Um, and so we have lots of great things. The team's been working closely with Fuller, and we're looking at doing some intergenerational small groups after the first of the year, um, some online Bible studies for young adults. Dave's looking at doing a class with young adults. So there's lots of good things planned. We'll be doing some educating around what it means um, to live as a young adult today and what they're going through uh, with the congregation as we move forward. So, and one of the things that they suggested we do was to reimagine our current youth ministry, which we are doing. We are hiring a new youth director, Zach Cheeseman, and he will be joining us December 1st. And I just heard from Zach yesterday. He's checking in, and he is very excited about How coming. is Colby Jack? I'm so excited to meet We're Colby Jack well, Cheeseman. We're all excited about Colby <laughs> Jack Cheeseman, dog. the dog. So Colby Jack is getting um, kind of a situated to um, cold weather right now because they're moving here from Texas. And so they're moving Oh, are they in, in town? They're moving into their house this week. He texted me last night. Could you give us his address here on this so everyone can go over to their house? I don't have it yet. But I, as soon as I get it, no. I'm just kidding. So, yeah. So Zach is actually, he is very excited about coming, and I'm excited about the ministry um, that he is going to bring um, for the youth and their families here at Zionsville. So, I was excited about the dog. I was excited he likes to play board games. I was disappointed he didn't give us a couple examples of what board game he likes because I think that's sort of like answering the question, if you were a fruit, what fruit would you be and why? Oh. I was excited that he liked comic books, but then disappointed Superman? that Superman. Superman. Yeah, I don't know about that. All, like, <laughs> I Sorry, do not Zach, know. If you see this, Zach, I don't <laughs> know. What judging. Is, I don't know your theology, Zach, but I'm questioning Superman. <laughs> so it's Batman in our house. That's what I. Batman, or, or or just you know Spider Man. Isn't Wolverine. Superman a DC? Yes. Yeah, I mean, why would he not go with Marvel? Everyone likes Marvel. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll be well, asking you these questions. Maybe after you can invite ride. him sometime. Well, we will be. This will be there exciting. All right. Um, you talked about the youth director. I have a question for you regarding um, uh, if you could envision, give someone an example of what an intergenerational activity or ongoing People are just kind of wondering about that word. What does that mean exactly? Right. Yeah. Um, so the vision that we talked about with Fuller Youth Institute and the team is that when we do ministry, it's not just these silos of just children doing something or just youth doing something, but it's seeing the whole church come together. And I think this past weekend, the Million Meals is a great example of that. We have people of all generations uh, from our senior adult ministry to children to youth to families, all of those people are serving together. And so when we say intergenerational, it's really about building relationships with young people and old people and doing ministry together. That's great. And I would say a couple of weeks, hanging of the greens. Like, I think that's going to be yes. a fun intergenerational because we'll, we'll have everybody involved. Yes. And, um, and I'm so excited about that coming up in a couple of weeks. Well, Dave, while you're talking about hanging of the greens, and, and maybe you and Kim could give us an update about worship. We have now been living into um, children being with us in worship, and there are some changes happening with Laura's retirement, so maybe you guys could give us an update on worship. Yeah, thanks, Jamelin. Um, you're welcome. Let's talk about Laura. <laughs> Laura Brockman 
has been uh, at the church for 15 years in various roles, but certainly as an amazing choir director and cantata leader. And um, Laura is retiring, though. She's leaving us. We thought she was going to hang around and do some consulting with us, but she's decided that it's time for her to go do other things, like travel the world and visit her daughter and grandchild. Grandbaby, yeah. Yeah, and who doesn't want to do that? So Laura will be leaving us in December, and so... Stay tuned for the ways that we'll be celebrating Laura's ministry here with us uh, in the next weeks. And we are working with some consultants uh, that we actually began work uh, in anticipation of this. Like we began in August uh, um, of, of kind of working with these consultants to imagine what worship can and, you know, look like over the next five to ten years. And, um, and, and again, thinking what is intergenerational? Generational work, uh, worship look like? How do we um, how do we make the most of the talents and gifts of everyone that's in our sanctuary? We know we have amazing uh, musicians and singers, and um, and 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 how do we uh, you know support both uh, traditional and contemporary worship and, and do that well? As and so we're still in the process of doing that. So uh, um, we don't exactly know yet what worship is going to look like, but I. But my hope is that what we end up, where we end up, is with a more blended, integrated uh, service that um, that reflects all the gifts and uh, of our community. I, I love what you guys have done this fall with um, the different opportunities you've had to really blend the music and do things. It really, I feel, it gives us a, a really united feel. So. I, I think for me, like, I have these moments. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Kim. No, I, go ahead. I saw your lips and oh. my, like, a second. Go ahead. <laughs> it's very free-flowing here, yeah. Dave. It's okay. Right. Like, for me, I have these moments in worship now where I say, yes, that's what I want it to look like. So, like, when the choir was present in worship and sang Dem Bones on, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as, as part of the contemporary service, I was like, yeah, that's, I, that was perfect for them to bring and share this. I, you know, All Saints, uh, that yeah. Sunday, I think the, when we have the kids come back in and take communion with us and the energy and joy and, and the and feedback I get from parents of how meaningful it is to take communion together. So all these moments that for me are like, yes, yes, yes. And then it's, you know, how do you add them up together? And, and that becomes our, our experience every week. Yeah. And I was just going to say, if you have a passion around worship or you have some feedback for us, we'd be more than happy to hear what you have to say about what's happening in worship. Kim, did you have anything to do with the bulletins coming back? I did not. Oh, I think we're going to... I know that lots of people are people very happy. People are so happy. So I'm just going to take I credit for the bulletin. Oh, it's our producer. Producer John. I tell you what. I will say that it looks great. Yeah, it does, I'm just John. not a fan of bulletins in general, but our bulletin oh, really? stands out above any I love bulletin bulletins. Well, good. I take notes in it and, and we everything. Have a and we get along. And we get along just great. fine, everybody. So we do it. All right. Though. That's great. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to missions. You want to give an update yes. for missions? Yes. So Pastor Amber is not able to be with us today, and she sent me a list of all the things that are going on with missions. So the mission team is sort of uh, retooling, and they're inviting everyone to attend their um, meetings, which are the first Tuesday of every month at 630 and C-115. So if you um, have a heart for missions or just want to see what is happening with our missions committee, uh, plan to join one of their meetings. You're invited, and it's an open invitation. 
Um, they're also discerning a statement about what it is that they do inside and outside the church. And Amber's uh, really excited about community building and um, mining um, relationships with people outside of our church, people in our community that we can um, do ministry together with. Uh, also, there's now a green team. It's a small team, and it's a team that's trying to figure out how we um, steward the earth better, steward our resources better, reduce our energy costs, um, and start recycling. So, oh, exciting, exciting, exciting for me. Look for some recycle bins around the building. This is it's exciting. It's going to be great. I know. Yes. I'm excited. Yes, yeah. I'm so excited that we're going to have some visible ways that uh, we are being good stewards of the earth. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else does she have? Oh, let's talk about the property a little bit, Dave. Sure. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of fun things happening with our property because part of, I, I would say this year, we, we focus not just on the building itself, but on the ground surrounding the building. You may not be aware that, you know, the field behind the church is actually our property that we rent to a farmer and, the, and our property goes way back to the tree line. And all along the rail trail. And so one of the things we're most excited about is we've been working with the school corporation to install a cross-country track around the perimeter of our property that, uh, you know, that, that we'll be able to begin hosting events with uh, for the high school cross-country team and for middle school. Uh, you know, so we'll have meets here, people from our community, people from other communities that we'll be hosting for meets here. And, and so it's an opportunity to have basically to support our schools, support uh, athletics, and, and also open wide welcome to those in our community who are part of those programs. And so we're really excited about that. Thanks to, uh, to Walt Maxson, who kind of uh, helped, uh, and, and, and Mark Reef both did a lot of work to kind of lay out that path. Um, it also, well, Mark has a passion for running. Yes. He was a track coach. Right, yeah. And so that's, I mean, so it's, it's kind of a, a natural fit. The other thing I want to just celebrate real quickly with our outdoor uh, facilities is we redid the pit. This yeah, I was uh, going to jump in and not, say yeah, not an actual pit, the well, fire pit. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fire pit. If you haven't been out in the back, I would encourage you to go out there before snow covers it. But we had some youth who, through Eagle Scout projects, um, redid the whole pit area and built a beautiful fire pit. And there's benches and. It was great to use um, at the, For the fall, fall festival. Harvest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really nice. So. Yeah. And one last thing about the property is we used to have this big kind of canyon ravine where we had a, a, a broken drainage going out into the rail trail. And so thank you to the city of Zionsville for uh, helping to repair that to build a retaining wall. And we have a beautiful uh, space yeah. now. Yeah. And I want to add one last thing. If you have not walked the property, I invite you to come and do that because not only is there going to be a great walking track eventually, but there are some wooded areas where I think um, God has given us some really holy space. So yeah. hopefully we'll be doing something with those and maybe having some outdoor worship at some point, but certainly some outdoor meditation spaces. Yes. So we are wrapping, getting ready to wrap up here, um, but I wanted to close with just a few things on what's going on with our small groups. Um, first off, we've had a really wonderful fall of new groups and classes meeting, um, and I'm excited that we have a, a group of new members coming in, and when I sat down yesterday to figure out what 
groups I wanted to direct them to, it occurred to me that we are kind of maxed out. So we're starting new groups, which is wonderful. So I'm excited people are working really hard and being vulnerable and asking, how is it with your soul? And you know, getting to know each other in a deeper way. Um, we will be putting together Lenten studies in January, as well as some new studies, as I mentioned, some of those others have, have filled up. And so that's exciting. So that will all launch in January. Um, but I have a huge announcement, and that is the very first Sunday in December, we're bringing back coffee. It's happening, everybody. Oh, yes. It's happening. There will be coffee and donut holes. I know, I know, this congregation has waited. You have been in the desert, and we are now bringing you coffee. We're going to have um, between 9.30 and... Um, sorry, 10.30 and 11 o'clock, there's going to be a coffee time in the cafe. So if you park at door 12, you'll be able to pass that by easily. If you park at door two, you'll get some steps in to get your coffee. We're working with the Green Ministry to have actual coffee mugs. So if you have extra mugs at home, don't take them to Goodwill. Bring them in here and put them in um, Pastor Dave's office, please. <laughs> but we're excited about the coffee. There'll be some more announcements. And um, we have a new front porch ministry. It's our hospitality team that has a lot of really great ideas. And so we're working on that. But um, be ready for December, the yeah, first Yeah, I was going to say, you don't have to wait till January to come back in the building. Come yeah, back no. Sunday for Commitment Sunday. Come back for hanging of the greens and on then the twenty seventh, yes. and then coffee, and then coffee, coffee and donut holes, and donut holes. Come back for that if you don't come back for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or Jesus, it's fine. Put it all together. Well, see, so you'll get some Jesus if you just get in. That's the building, right, right. You so we're excited. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. It's so nice to see people coming back and feeling comfortable mm -hmm. in the sanctuary again with us. So, Dave, any final thoughts? Have Any? a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, and thanks Happy Thanksgiving. for your you know, being part of the church. Ashley. Oh, well, we're going around. Okay. Oh, well, I was I <laughs> echo Dave and everybody else. Happy everybody Thanksgiving. Everybody has a voice at this table. <laughs> Would you are you sure you don't have anything else you want to say? Yeah. Everyone, Thanksgiving is at Ashley's house this year. <laughs> she invited the entire church. I believe Jamelin invited the Diane. Or we could church. go to Zach Cheeseman's house. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, anything? Uh, nope. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.